Uh, welcome back, guys. We're back in the new shop. Whoa! Woo! Oh, yeah, that's Where's right. The <laughs> Do we have it? We got to set up uh, our applause box again. Dude, I'm just, like, making sure we're recording every time. You can add that. You can add, you can add the add applause that. later. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. From the audience! Anyway, we made it into our new shop. A lot of you guys don't probably know what the fuck went, yeah. out, went down. All of a sudden, we're in this new building. Omar looks different. He doesn't work for us anymore. He's a jackass now. So uh, things are different now. Yeah, yeah we moved. We moved. Go can, ahead. I say, can I say we? You can You can always say we. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we, we. We, we, we moved. Um, I mean, I helped you guys move. I was still I was still with you guys then. And then once they finished, I was like, all right, I'm out this bitch. Yeah. Um, you were like, oh, I'm going to get a big boy job now and <laughs> wear Crocs for the rest of my life at the hospital. Hey. It's honestly really comfortable just having to wake up, not change. I do brush my teeth, though, because I'm not that much of a fucking... Thank God. Yeah. I just get up. Omar's working from home now. I'm working from home. It's 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 got its ups and downs. The The downs mainly are that my mom's there. She's like, you 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 get your coffee cup, and then you get breakfast, <laughs> but you never wash your dish after. I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. damn. Calling yeah. you out. It's funny how I'm like 18 and no one You're like, well, you know what, really. Mom? I'm moving out. <laughs> No, How do you like that, Mom? Who who was I telling the other day that? Um, oh, I was telling um, Emily's grandma. She was here, and I was telling her that for the first two months that I worked with you guys, I didn't tell my mom I was the dishwasher because I knew she was gonna make me wash the dishes at home. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't tell her that for the first two months. Like, Mom, it's not the same. There's not three wash sinks here. <laughs> yeah, it's not as easy. It's bothering me. Yay, Yay pizza. Pizza time, pizza. Mo- you notice how she brings in the cauliflower crust because she's on maybe fat. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. He asked for it, um, dude. So, yeah, that's our little tidbit. Like, you probably don't want to rant on that too much. Like, yeah. but everybody knows now. I'm still in a, bu- a bigger location. I'm still a bus boy though. Omar's right? still a bus boy at heart. At heart. Especially at home, doing those dishes. <laughs> I do those dishes at home. Doing cleaning his coffee mug. I still wear an apron. <laughs> <laughs> And real quick, um, yeah, to everybody out there uh, who's listening, thanks so much for the support. We really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get back on track here. I yeah. know a couple people were asking, "Where the f- are you guys? What yeah. is going on? Like, uh, you're not podcasting. My YouTube channel's like uh, nothing right now. I got like one TikTok on there that I posted. <laughs> How long has it been since we were like?" Not since we recorded last, but since we oh yeah, since we recorded last. I think it's I think it's literally been de- I think it was like December. Was it December or was it that Halloween episode that we never got? No, no, it was December. It was December. I remember it was the one with um with Kaylee. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't even listened to that. I haven't I haven't finished it yet. That's why. Cool. <laughs> since December. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all right. I worked on it a bit in New York, but I'll get those out. Yeah, at least we got some stuff in the chamber for you guys. It will be throwback episodes, but it'll be fun. It'll be more content. It'll be a little bit more of everything for everybody. Yeah. And now that we have the setup here, we've done it once. We're here. We'll get back on track. Yep. At least at least once a week, I think we can we can knock something out for a little while, Mm -hmm. whether it's old or new. But there's some good content. Yeah, we'll probably do like a mix of old, new, old, new. Or yeah, how do you think that would work? Yeah, I don't know. I think we'll probably just get some of the old stuff out of the way really quick. But we're gonna for sure like get this up and running. Yeah. So we're not just posting old. We're gonna shit. do a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> a lot more um, like cooler ideas. We're gonna have um, we have our phone to work on this now, so we can do like calling yeah. people, have people over phone. We can 
probably have some, more guests. Some guests, yeah. We yeah. can ta- we can have some of the employees talk about their latest dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you guys can like um, hit us up on the on the Instagram page. Yeah. Um, and then send us <laughs> ideas or stuff that you guys want to, want, want us to see or want um, us to do. So I think like. Uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, I was a little upset that we didn't get to talk about, or we like never came out, was the Halloween episode. Oh my god! And where we realized that we had, like told our both scariest stories, and we didn't get them out. I know. And I think that that's like one of the ones that I wanted to kind of touch back on, and tell a scary story because it's kind of the creepy night here in the shop, yeah. And nobody's ever no. heard these stories, and Cassidy's gonna be scared out of her boots if she stays here. <laughs> no, it sucks because. <laughs> Well, I learned that very. This was a this was a Halloween episode for twenty twenty one, so um, that was when I learned that there was apparently a basement. In Omar the old and shop. I were alone. We were alone. It was like Omar was drunk on Red Bull, and <laughs> I was like ten drinks in. Topo Chicos. We were literally scaring the shit out of each other, telling our scariest moments of our life. Yeah, and. I think we're just gonna touch back on those again. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should. We should. I, Today I, I have a little creepy episode. I have a little, <laughs> I have a little clip. I have it saved. Um, it's um, it's a little eight second clip, and it's Aaron going, "Did you press it twice, bro?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and it's because we we hadn't pressed the record button, <laughs> and when he said, "All right, stop it," I pressed the button and it started. And it started. So I'm gonna insert that here. I don't even know how long Sick. that was. I think that was like. Definitely more than an hour and twenty. Wait, did you press it twice? But um, but yeah, we should we should go back to that. I think we should. You were talking about one with with Lincoln, and how oh someone was at your door. Oh, that story. yeah, that is the story I told. Yeah, and actually, it was my old dog. Oh, okay. Uh, it was my old dog Hefner, and yeah, this is a creepy story. So, uh, just to set the mood for everybody, I used to live in Glendale. Uh, I came from the streets. A lot of people don't believe this, but I came from the streets. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) I come from the streets, you know. It was rough. Can you Uh, say, like, give us a little where in the streets? uh, I grew up in, like, South Peoria, South Glendale area. Okay. And, yeah, the streets. I'm a hardcore, hard knock uh, hard knock living success story entrepreneur from the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I'm I'm actually just kidding. I, I had a really nice childhood, but <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I was uh, living in a house in Glendale, not like the nicest neighborhood, but like in like a newer suburb area, kind of like. Yeah. But rough neighbors, like all rental property stuff, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I lived there with two of my buddies um, for three years. It was a big like party house for us Mm -hmm. but we had some sketchy neighbors and we had some sketchy neighbors that were like really interested in our house because a lot of stuff going in and out three guys in college a lot of girls coming and going so we were always like hey i'll walk you out like to your car because it's like weird neighbor stuff and then across the street like for a moment like in time like maybe six to eight months we had this one um set of neighbors and they were like real rough trashy like i don't even know what was going on over there like looked like just like a lot of domestic like <laughs> disputes <laughs> and stuff like that and they were rough people yeah of all from like of all colors you know white black mexican yeah. people going in out of the house um but just rough looking 
Mm-hmm. And we, you know, I was I was young, early twenties. I didn't really care about anything, but I would like be aware of my surroundings, right? Obviously. Yeah. But um, one night we were we were drinking beers, watching football. This they came over like to our house. <gasps> Thank you. Oh wow, Omar's you. food is, has arrived. Thanks. You want to say hi, guys? Hello. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the story, the creepy story. Ooh. Um, so yeah, we're freaking uh watching football. These guys come knocking on the door, and they're like, "Hey, we're your neighbors. You guys watching the game?" And we we're like watching like some 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 random some, shit. Yeah, yeah, like some big Monday night football game or something. Not mm-hmm. even. And we we're like, uh, "What?" And then like Johnny, my <laughs> my roommate at the time, just he's real gullible. He's like. Yeah, come on in, guys. These guys are like oh, we're like no. we're like maybe twenty three. These guys are like like fifty four or something. <laughs> and I was like, these guys are literally coming to scope out the house and see what we got in here. <laughs> Give like, a slap on the arm, like what the fuck, dude? This is like yeah, uh, this is like <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good situation. So I just like went upstairs, and it was odd. They were like obviously on one, like whether it was like drugs or whatever, like dr- just drunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were on one anyway. Um, then like a couple of weeks later, they had come, they had come by and, and asked if like they could, or the one, the one uh, guy had come by and asked if he could do our yard. And I was mm. like, uh, and it didn't really make a lot of sense to me because we had like a uh, desert landscaping, mm-hmm. like all rocks and like a tree it wasn't much for him to do. Our backyard was a complete mess, but that was just like, cause we always had parties back yeah. there. And I was like, maybe he s- looked into the backyard or something. And I was like, whatever. I was like, nah, man, we're good. Like, you know, I'm a I'm a 23 year old Mexican kid. Like, I do my own I yard. Do that shit, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I, I've been doing yards my whole life, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I got this unlocked. Don't worry about it. And he's like, he's like, um, he yeah, I am Mexican Hawaiian. I'm a hexican, okay, Mexican. cast, and I don't need to hear anything fucking about it. <laughs> All right, just stuff your little face over there and just fuck up. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like, yeah, no, we're good, bro. Anyway, uh, to cut to the chase and get to the creepy part, it's about a week later. Mm-hmm. It's late. Mm-hmm. It's cold outside. It's like November, December. Kay. And at this point, um, how, I how late? Like it was three o'clock in the morning. Okay. And you know, like your dad and your mom always say, like nothing good happens after midnight. Yep. Well, absolutely nothing good happens at after 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> no. And I'm, like, laying down in my bed upstairs. This mm-hmm. is a two-story house, pretty big house, mm-hmm. big house. Um, so when you're, like, downstairs or you're on your own in your own area in the house, um, you know, you're pretty alone. So I think Austin was home, but he was asleep in his bedroom, which is upstairs, I, and I'm laying there, and I'm a very um, light sleeper, especially when it comes to, like, weird, uh, unorthodox noises. Like, if there's a noise that happens that doesn't normally happen at night, yeah. I will wake up, like, almost every single time. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I remember, like, you know when you're half asleep, but you wake up because you hear something, and you're not sure if you dreamt it or yeah. if it was on TV or what? Like, when you hear the doorbell ring, and you're like, did <laughs> I hear that? Spot on, bro. Yeah. So I wake up, and I'm like, I hear, like, I hear ding dong, and I'm like, what the f- <laughs> and I'm like asleep in my bed. Yeah, it's cold, so I think everything is creepier when it's cold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in my covers, and I'm like, did I hear the doorbell? And I'm in my underwear, right? I'm sleeping, 
so I'm just trying to go back to sleep, but I can't get the sound of the doorbell yeah. out of my head. And so I'm like, fuck, man. So I just like pull the covers off. You know, I get, I sit on, I sit on the edge of my bed. And, you know, I'm full six pack. You know, at this point in my life, freaking jacked out of wazoo, just looking, <laughs> looking slim and fit at this. Okay, point. buddy, keep going. And so, um, I'm sitting there in my in my on the bed, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna go downstairs and just look. Yeah. So I go down the stairs. I I I, I John, we all slept with our doors closed, mm-hmm. um, all the time. I think we all like we all did our own thing in that house, so we, you know, we were always kind of private about our stuff. Cool. And it was nice, but um, with that, I didn't know if anybody was home because mm-hmm. we all had girlfriends at the time too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and it's dark in the house. I go downstairs, and I'm like walking towards the door, and now I'm like, got this uneasy feeling, and it's really quiet. And I walk up to the door. And I'm like about to look through the people, mm-hmm. and while I'm looking through the people, I just kind of narrow my eye, look through the people, and boom, I see two guys, both wearing trench coats, holding what looks like is like a rifle and a gun, and they're not facing me; they're facing the street with their backs towards me Fuck. and the one guy's head was so close back to, to the door and like I could see just a side silhouette of his mm-hmm. back of his face side of his face just to say and you could just see the the air coming like the fog from his breath yeah, yeah, yeah. and at that point I was like and I gasped and I was like holy shit like what the fuck yeah. and I didn't know what was going on and I went down there so randomly that I didn't have my phone on me. I wasn't even, I was just wearing like, you know, my PJs. So I had nothing on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking, do I watch these guys right now who are probably trying to, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if yeah, I yeah. should, I didn't know if I should watch them and make sure that they like walk away and leave. Yeah. I didn't know if I should run upstairs and grab a weapon and <laughs> and right. then go back downstairs and then go down there and see that they're gone and maybe yeah. they're flanking the house now they're going around back right um, and in the moment you can like think straight yeah and in the moment I'm like and then and then you, and then you're like do you do I do I say something right like do I go hey like you know do the dad like mm-hmm. what you know ah <laughs> like God <laughs> it scared me <laughs> and I'm like at a loss for what I should do yeah. The main thing that I figured out where I figured in the moment was I need to go get my phone and call the police because right. this is obviously a, but that situation. Um, so standing here, if they go around the back of the house, ain't going to help me if I'm not on the phone to the police. Right. I run upstairs to the to get my phone and I knock on Austin's door and, and Johnny's door. They're not home or they're not waking up oh, at okay. the very least. And and I can't and I and I'm like. So I call. I get on my phone. I'm calling the police. I go back downstairs, and I'm like whispering to the police. I'm like, "There is somebody at my house, outside of my door. They banged on my door. They rang my doorbell. They're holding something in their hands, and they're wearing coats, and they're not facing me. And I don't know what to do. And they're like, "Do not open the door. Do not open the door. Whatever you do, do not open the door. 
And I'm like, I'm not going to open the door. <laughs> and then, like, where are they? And I'm like, they're, they're standing right here. And I'm, like, whispering. And they're like, did you say anything to them? And I'm like, no. And they're like, don't. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, man. They're walking away. And then they went left. And when you when they walked left, I couldn't see them anymore through the yeah. people. And I was like, I don't know if they're going around back. And I was worried about them going around back because the ba- our back doors were like Arcadia doors. So all they have to do is just kick just it. Kick, yeah. And she's like, we have an officer on the way. He'll be there in 30, in 30 seconds. Just hang on. He pulled up and like um, they were gone. Mm-hmm. And he rang the doorbell and he was like, it's okay. Come on out. Nobody's here. There's another cop on the way. And I'm like, what's up, dude? And he's like, what the fuck was going on? And I'm like, I think it was those guys who live across the street. Mm-hmm. And I told him everything that had happened. And he's like, dude, thank God you did not. Thank, an- you. thank God you did not answer the door. He's like, that's usually the last moment. He's like, that's the last moment of a lot of people's lives. And and then they they get the, they go through the door and they either kill you or they rob you or whatever. That happened. Yeah. My, that happened. To my cousin Ruben. Fuck. And that was a different situation because. My aunt had opened the, the door, and they, and they were like, "Is Ruben home?" But they were there to rob my my cousin. Oh, there was like a targeted thing. Yeah. Okay. And um, fuck man. Yeah, and like, he he ended up going across the street because their garage was open, and those guys were in the garage. The cop did. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was like, "Dude, something weird is going on over there. Mm-hmm. You need to stay away from those guys." But they're living like homeless people. Mm-hmm. They did have a weapon, and he said, I asked them what the fuck they were doing, knocking on your door, mm-hmm. and they said that you had told them that you, they were to do your yard. At 3 a.m. in the fucking morning. Yeah. And he's like, obviously, you're, they're not going to do your yard at 3 o'clock in the morning. And he's like, um, I don't know what would have happened, but it probably wasn't going to be good. And I was like, well, "What do I do now?" Yeah, <laughs> like what? And he's like, "There's nothing that you can do." He <laughs> said that they, um, he said that they got evicted from the house, but they have the garage door, so they're living in the garage. That's a thing. They were just opening up the garage door and living in the That's garage. That's weird. Yeah. Wait. So you're telling me this dude, probably, or these two dudes probably almost killed you, and the cop pretty much just gave him a warning, saying, "Yeah, right, just, just don't do that." Yeah, because there was nothing that they could. What do. What the fuck? Yeah. That. Unfortunately, like when you call the police, that's like what happens nine times out of ten. They're like, "Yeah, that's just, that's a bummer, man. Not anything we can do anything <laughs> about it. Like we can't do shit. We wish you good luck. We'll see you on the news when you're good dead." Good luck, though. <laughs> like, Damn. That's what happens like nine times out of ten when I call, and I have to call the police. Unfortunately, like monthly, mm-hmm. I would say, just because we deal with homeless people in downtown Phoenix all the time. But that mm-hmm. was a that was a bad. Probably one of the scariest moments of my life. That's um, you you saying that reminds me of that. Um, I have we have yet to post this one, but that time that we went on the walk and talk, and um, and we were in the middle of talking, and you 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 kept feeling your phone go off, and then once you finally checked, it's been it, it was a minute since you checked. Yeah, and you were like, dude, I knew something was wrong, <laughs> and it was that something happened. Yeah, the, the guy had started losing it at Luana's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have like a little clip of of that yeah we'll post that we'll, we'll put that on the youtube yeah like we'll cut it right here i'll put that in we'll put that in okay uh, us walking up to that <laughs> that was some crazy <laughs> to the stuff. crime scene yeah um, that was crazy damn bro 
that's funny because I I really don't have shit to talk about because <laughs> like I haven't like for fuck's sake I just graduated so I don't even have much that. Well, I don't think you gone. need to like tell your story right now, but we can save it for later. But we could like. Oh, I, I remember what we talked about. So, one thing we went on to talk about from scary stories were dreams. I don't know if you remember this. Oh yeah. So I I ha- I actually since then I've had a crazy ass fucking dream. Really? Um, like recently. Recently, then. I forget what it's called, but there's a thing that I'm sure I have because it's happened numerous times. You're just sleeping and you hear just something really loud. It can be a okay. car door slamming. It can be any sort of like bang. It could be, in my instance, it was um, people all around me just laughing really, really hard. And what? There's a there's a there's a term for it. It's like a neurological thing. But so this is like something in your head. Yeah, yeah. So during your sleep, you just hear something really loud. The first time it ever happened, I remember I was sleeping in the living room, and. Um, the TV was just going really, really, really loud. And I remember turning the volume down on it, and it wouldn't stop. It would just keep going loud and loud. Uh-huh. But this time, it was people. I was just... Um, so I have a, a bunk bed. The bottom is like a... What, what are they called? Futons? The ones that you can pull out and yeah. it turns into a bed. So I sometimes I get lazy to climb up to the top. So it I was called a day bed. Yeah, so I was sleeping down there, and I had my back facing the open, which is always a bad idea. Um, facing the wall, that's how I sleep. And um, I remember I hear a bunch of laughing all around me. And at this point, I'm already like, are you good? Hey, we're shooting a podcast over here. Can you die somewhere else, please? Here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Somebody's <laughs> Kylie's dying. And actually, this would be no, real. We would get a lot of views if you die right now. <laughs> For the podcast. For the podcast, Do babe, die. Do Go die. <laughs> yeah. Stop breathing. Die. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you a story. But I need you for tomorrow when we got that event. <laughs> so you can die, but you got to come back. All right. So. Are you good? Oh, my God. Gets one FanDuel hat. All of a sudden, she's <laughs> fucking CEO. Fucking we get it. You're with Shemay. Shemay. <laughs> um, okay. So. Yeah, I'm sleeping. I hear a bunch of people laughing all around me. Obviously, Fucking there's weird. no. Obviously, there's no one there. I turn around. There's no one there. But um, but then okay, whatever. I go back to sleep, and then dude, the weirdest fucking shit happened. This is probably the the like hands down the weirdest dream I ever had in my life. Um, I remember like some sort of like tingling sensation inside of my mouth. So, <laughs> I know. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> pause, 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 pause. Uh, and so I remember I was like, what the fuck? So I I, I, gra- I went with my hand, like I rubbed it on my face to see if I can remove it. And then I feel it on my hand. It's like it just like attached itself to my hand. Still, I'm still, I'm feeling it now in my mouth and in my hand. So I have these like lights around my, the, the back side of the bunk bed, the, these red LED lights. Yeah. So I put my hand up to it and I'm like looking at my hand, rotating it. And they're like maggots. They're just like maggots all over my hand. Oh my god! Yeah, and there's some meaning to it. Good thing I have Google right here. Um, I googled it before, but I just forgot. Um, I think it's some sort of like something's coming up in your life, and you're like anticipating like you're, it, yeah, or something like, like it's that. Like it's kind of weighing on you. Yeah, or something like that. Um, Interesting. And then was there something come up where you were gonna, where you were about to graduate? I I think it was when I was trying to tell you that I was leaving. Oh. I think that's what it was. 
I did put maggots in your bed. <laughs> 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 Fuck it, I knew it. No, um, no and, and the weirder part is... Hey, the maggots were supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but this this goes to the, the question we had from the, the episode we lost. Like, dreams mean something. Like, you, I remember you telling me that yeah, you, you I, I, I'm a firm believer in, like, that dreams, dreams connect like, you to yeah, a different thing. Like, yeah, portray like what you're thinking about in like vivid images or or I, I cinematic dreams. You had a story about was it your grandpa or your your was it Luana that you dreamt of? I have a lot of dreams with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, in them, for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's kind of a bummer is they're never usually like pleasant i always feel like heavy anxiety when i'm having them Mm -hmm. and it's frustrating because you want that to be a nice dream obviously yeah but i'm always like really uneasy and they're never they're always like the dreams where you're like um you're with somebody at their house but it's not actually their house house, it's right and i hate the and i don't know what that means Mm -hmm. because i have dreams too and you're like and i'm sure you guys do too or listening like you have dreams where you're at your childhood home, but it's not your childhood home. Yeah. And I don't know why or what that means. But, um, yeah, I mean, my dad my dad put me on to that um, a while back, that, mm-hmm. like, certain dreams, yeah, you can correlate them to certain things that are playing out in your actual life, your literally. Actual life. And um, one, of the, one of the dreams that painted that really vividly for me was when I was in high school, I was like a sophomore freshman. I was dating this girl. Her dad was like complete racist guy. Did not want her daughter dating, uh, you know, a Mexican, Hawaiian, whatever I am, mm-hmm. uh, kid. I am. <laughs> you know, and um, I had heard that he was like pretty, you know, racist or whatever and rude. Mm-hmm. And um, I, she had kept on telling me, I want you to meet my parents. I want you to meet my parents. And. They were like um, hard-nosed Mormons, <laughs> and I didn't even know what that was at the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she kept pushing that on me, and I had this dream one night. And I remember my dad was driving me to school the next morning. I was like, I had this weird dream that I was running around in this courtyard, and I could see myself, but I was through a scope of a sniper rifle, mm. and I kept dodging the bullets, and it was scaring me. And he's like, well, is there somebody you're trying to avoid in real life? And I was like, and I didn't want to say, like, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating this white girl's dad's racist. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, I got I to gotta go, Dad. And I just like, remember going into, like, class, and I was like, damn, how did my dad hit that, funny. hit the nail on the head, yeah. man? And, yeah, it's it's interesting. We should do, <coughs> you know what we should do? We should bring in, like, a dream analogist or something, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Somebody that kind of... You know, answer yeah, those questions. That would be cool. I'm sure that within these walls, there's somebody Definitely. who's pretty deeply it's uh, funny. knowledge knowledgeable about that stuff here. It's funny because whenever I need something, like wherever, like at home or wherever the fuck. I'm always like, oh, I can probably ask Aaron. He'll know someone. <laughs> He'll know someone. You definitely need to call, reach out, especially if it has anything to do with like normal fix repair stuff. Yeah. I've definitely had to find somebody for almost everything that anybody normal person especially would have <laughs> to deal with. But if you guys are listening or if you guys are watching mm-hmm. if you're a dreamologist, mm-hmm. what do they up. call those people? 
Let's just call them. I'm Dreamologists. Google, we got it right here. That's if they don't call themselves that, they missed they missed the mark. They're probably like it's probably something completely random. What do you call people who study dreams? Here we go. On it's it's spelled like the number one I R ology. One Let me see. It must be like a sleep study. Oh shit, the cable. Or neurology. Or neurology. On neurology. On neurology. O N E I R O L Ology. Whatever. Honor honorology. Anyway, if you're an honorologist, if you study dreams, holler at your boy. Slide we, in on Omar's DMs. We're dreaming about you. And be like, I can tell you what your dreams are. That'd be pretty sick. Or you could just go like, that's not fun, Kylie. Yeah, we need a guest speaker. We can. We have a. We paid for a Bluetooth connector on this stupid Zoom thing, so we're gonna call up somebody. Yeah. Um, what's it called? But, yeah, that'd be super fun. That'd be really fun. I think that it's time to move to our next segment, which is... What is our next segment? Current events. Current events. We're going to talk about one current event here in the world that's going on right now. Things that are bothering us, things that aren't bothering us, things that are funny, things that are good, things that are bad. Okay. And I think we're going to have our current event fact checkers give us a current event in the next 20 seconds to talk about for the current events. Oh, let me... Oh, oh man! Oh yeah, yeah, dude. My girlfriend lives in fucking Albion. And got shot. And my my girlfriend lives right next to Buffalo, and she goes. Are Buffalo pretty? Like when they're in the field. Buffalo, like you're th- you're asking about the animal at Buffalo? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are Buffalo pretty? Oh, Buffalo, New York. I'm I'm not gonna like um, say I know much about the event, but all I know is that. My girlfriend lives near there, and I was yeah. she was really panicked. Her mom I just ran in like crazy into her room. I was on. Was a that call the one that was like a, the guy was like literally said it was like a racial? It was a hundred percent racial, dude. No, like a hundred and fucking ten percent. He he like aimed at a guy, a white dude, and he like pulled himself back and said, "Oh, sorry." Are you serious? I swear to God, he streamed this shit on Twitch. Yeah, no, I I watched the video. <laughs> it was um, it was crazy. He like, he was um. That's wild. He man. was just driving around the neighborhood and um what a jackass. Yeah, he just literally pulled up, stopped the car right in the middle of the parking lot, got out. There was a woman walking, just literally she was just walking. I think he shot her twice. Oh my god. There was three people outside, another one putting like stuff in the trunk of his car. He shot through the window like he didn't care who he was hitting at that point because he couldn't see through the window, of course. Yeah. So, I don't know what would he have done if he hit a white person? But he walked into the oh store. I think he killed another four walking in. And then um, he was, like, looking through the aisles to see if anyone was ducked. And there was a, uh, a white male on the floor. And as he was about to shoot, he, like, pulled back. And he goes, oh, sorry. And he kept going. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. That's some crazy shit. But, um, Damn, that's a depressing current event. Anyway, on this week's uh, current events, that's current events. People are getting shot in Buffalo. It's really sad, and there's not a lot we can do about it at this point. Cause oh, I know one that's more sad for you, dude. Do we? Okay, well, hit me with it. The Suns lost. Dude, you got The Suns didn't lose. The Suns got literally they yeah 
massacred. I'm, I have have this is like my first like official series that I like watch. Uh-huh. Like for real for real. I, I remember telling Bree, my girlfriend, like, I wanna watch this one. Like th- I wanna actually get into it. Yeah. Um so I started watching um from the first um series with the with the Mavs. Right. And um all the time I'd be there like as soon as it starts the entire game. And um but the last games were like, come on, I can't. It was a joke. Yeah. There's some there's some inside stuff going on with the Suns right now. People aren't talking to each other. <laughs> it's really weird. Some inside I stuff. Think losing, <laughs> I think we're losing. we're losing Aiden. Certain players focus. We're losing Aiden. Certain players focus is being distracted by a little girl named Cassidy. Cassidy's distracting some of the players. Two of them. <laughs> it's it's pathetic to watch them. I don't even know why they would be distracted by Cassidy. Yeah. Um people are did you see they they started a petition to get Paul off? To get Paul to retire? What? Yeah, they started a petition for that shit. People are so dumb, dude. Paul is a Hall of Fame first ballad, like amazing basketball. I know. I know. And they kept calling Booker uh Looker because he took L's. Huh. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro, it was rough. I didn't it. I was numb. I numbed myself a little bit this year because I got let down so hard last um, year. I know that I like last year I was crying in the back in the back office. I remember that. No, I remember that night. I remember that night because I remember you just straight up walked off and I was going to like check up on you. And Kylie was like, just leave him for now. Like I was crying. Yeah. No, nah, dude, Luca's face pissed me off dude. every time he do that fucking. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I just realized too is that you look like a Mexican Luca. I do and not. It's really do I look like Luca right now? Yeah, kind of. Am I, do I look like an Omar? Do that, do that. Do that. Luca face again. That's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm out of here. Hey, yo, but low key, his threes are on point. You can You got to give him that. Well, now you're gonna. Now you you're gonna start complimenting the guy. You got to give him that at least. Now you're gonna start complimenting the guy. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, dude. no, he dicked us down. It was it was pathetic. It was pathetic. Okay, but let me ask you, like, you're 100% honestly, do you think it was, like, like rigged? Dude, I don't think it was rigged, but I think that the drama that was partaking in the locker room was definitely portraying itself in another way on the court. Yeah. And you could tell that there was, like, something going on as far as like the effort that was being put in at that point yeah and i don't know what that is dude i i was thinking i mean they fell apart on a level that like has almost never happened in playoff history right no i was like actually beginning to think that it was rigged or like they were getting paid more to lose or some shit because first of all fucking bridges kept missing layout layups yeah crowder kept missing his threes booker kept doing air balls i was like what you know what sucks about the NBA is it wouldn't be the first time that that happened. It wouldn't be the first time that there was um, something happening outside of the actual sport that controlled the outcome. The Suns got caught up uh, like 10 years ago when the referee was getting paid and stuff like that. Uh, um, so there, there's a lot of drama on the backside of that, mm-hmm. of especially the NBA. Yeah. And there's, that's happened in baseball numerous times. And if yeah. we don't find out, you don't find out for. Years. For for year a yeah. decade, you know, or five maybe five years, the Brewers just got caught up in a in their whole thing. The Saints got caught up because they were getting oh, paid shit. to I hurt to hurt players. I, heard of that, yeah. I mean, at this point, um, sports, boxing, 
soccer, all, money, all those dude. things, dude. There's so much backside, um, like shit going on that yeah. it does. It it is it is hard to feel as passionate about it when in the back of your mind you are thinking, well, they make a gajillion more dollars if this goes to Game Seven. Right. They, you know, they don't care because they're not. They they're gonna get. They're gonna go to a different team in three months. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't mean to discount the sports and yeah. try try to try to dilute it down to just like they don't mean anything. But you know, yeah, <clears throat> I might just be a bitter Suns fan at this point. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been a Suns fan my whole life. We just been right. screwed numerous times. I would say this was probably the biggest letdown in my Suns. History, um, you know, the Suns went to the the finals when I was a little kid, but I didn't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, you know, that sucked. But what was obvious was that Giannis last year was the most dominant player in the yeah. world, and there was nothing we could do about it. And I paid I, – I, I will forever give him credit for his display yeah. of power last that year. Last this year, year, I don't know. Luca, he's good, but – He's not. He wasn't no, Giannis. He wasn't he Giannis. Yeah. Um, last year, watching the games at Luana's, that's what got me into basketball. I remember that that time. There was a good energy at Luana's yeah, last there year was, with the basketball. It was game. fucking cool. <laughs> it was. Tight. It was funny because like I'm I'm just like delivering food, like like just walking <laughs> around, and then I hear "fuck you, Giannis." <laughs> but it was really fun, and that's why I got so into it. Um, uh, my dad got me a jersey, so I'm like, yeah. "Fuck yeah!" Now I gotta watch. <laughs> it's fun. It's the you know. Uh, be growing up watching sports like, and then just having sports now, it's like a comfort zone for, for me. And I'm happy like if you find any of that for yourself in sports. Like, I don't know. I tell a lot of people basketball saved my life probably in a lot of different ways because I grew up, um, you know, in a I, my house was not in the school's neighborhood that I went to elementary school in, mm-hmm. so I didn't have a lot of like. I didn't have any of my friends from my school when I went home to my actual house. Oh, I see. Um, and so my all I had was basketball. So mm-hmm. I'd be outside playing basketball by myself. Did you all have those night. those ones that you had to like fill up with water so it wouldn't like move? No, my my dad had a he put in an actual oh, he hoop put it in for me cool. like so um yeah, I had a pretty decent hoop, but I think it was kind of one of those things where it was like yeah, I better get him something he can do because there was not, it was not, basketball. The fortunate thing about basketball is you can you you can actually play it or practice it on your own. It's yeah. unlike you can't do that with football. You can't do that with baseball. Right. Um, you you can't really really do it with soccer even. Um, basketball you can do all the drills, everything yeah. you want with with just a hoop and a ball. Yeah. And so, I yeah, and, you know, I didn't realize that I had. Uh, such bad anxiety until I got older mm-hmm. and I had like such bad childhood anxiety and all these things that I didn't really understand what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like even now, like in uh, probably late high school, I didn't realize what anxiety was because nobody talked about it. Right. But I remember feeling like anxious all the time and I would go outside and shoot was hoops. It, was it like a thing where you like, um, people told you what anxiety was and you're like, Oh shit, I've been feeling that. Like, <laughs> I started kind of just, like, figuring it out as I got older when people, you know, especially, like, um, some of the guys that I knew that their lives weren't really, their lives weren't really going the way that they wanted them to. Mm -hmm. And they would talk to me a lot about it. I don't know why. Uh, I think just 
I, I, I say this, but I think being a Schofield, like Woody will say the same thing. A lot of people talk to us about a lot of stuff. I don't yeah. know why. We just have all the same personality kind of thing. And all of our dads are kind of that for like a lot of their friends too. Mm-hmm. And so when like um, some of my friends started talking to me about their issues, some of my best friends, and they started opening up about the way they were feeling, I started connecting my feelings to that. And when it, what's weird is like when you start talking to people about the problems that they're having that are also the same problems that you're having, how much comfort <laughs> you get from that by them saying that they're dealing dealing with it as well. Yeah. Um. And I think like when that first happened, when I first started realizing like, oh, this is something that uh, like everybody around me is dealing with in their own little ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I like really started to flip the script for myself. I'm like, I'm okay. And I'm I'm gonna be okay, mm-hmm. and now I'm just gonna be as powerful and as badass as I possibly can. Yeah. And then from about like 24, I would say no, like yeah, about 24, I went through like a golden age for me. I think where I really felt really really good, and my depressions and my anxieties mm-hmm. really toned way down. And I think it was because I. The years prior to that, I started realizing all those things. Is that around the same time you started the whole Luana's thing? I started Luana's when I was about 26. Oh, okay. 26 is when I, yeah, that's about when I mm. I made a transition from like being like corporate um, software highline car sales guy to like, fuck this, I'm going to do everything on my own. Mm. And yeah, that and then, and Luana's was the same. Luana's kind of turned into basketball for me mm. where... Like this you was know, your getaway? This was, yeah, yeah, like building my little coffee cart was what I was doing instead of playing basketball to, to, to calm my nerves, calm my anxiety. Yeah. And to, you know, I think any time that you're really f- following your passion, you can get lost in your passion, which takes you away from all the emotional things that you don't may not want to feel. I get that. Like when for you playing guitar is probably yeah. that. I really get that. You know, where you just so focused. Yeah. That you're not focused on anything else. Right. And you feel pretty good. I think a lot of people don't give themselves the time to focus on yeah. things that hard. Have you watched um uh this movie it's called Soul. It's a Disney movie. Mm-mm. It's a it's like an animated movie to this black guy who plays jazz. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you watched it? No. It's it's really cool. Didn't that win like an <laughs> like an Academy? I think it did. It was a really fucking good movie. Dude, I'm gonna go what's it about? It's just about mus- uh, this it's guy trying to be a musician? Pretty much like the gist without spoiling it it's um uh, he's a jazz musician he's a jazz teacher who has like bigger hopes he wants to be more than just a jazz teacher okay he wants to be in the big leagues um and he pretty much dies right at the beginning of the movie oh and um that's 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 the whole okay. movie so he's okay. just he's just like no i shouldn't have died i was gonna do this and yeah. so the, the message of the story is like like do shit before you fucking die. Right. And um he's just like trying to get his life back and huh. stuff like that. But it's a really good movie. I mean, you know me, I like my jazz, so I like I went in with like right. oh, this is jazz, so I'm definitely gonna watch this. Um but <laughs> it turned out to be like, you know, like fuck a this life shit's. lesson. <laughs> yeah. No, but um th- uh, the reason I mention it is the there's a they keep talking about this thing, it's called the zone. So it's like when he's playing the piano, he gets into what's called the zone, but it's more like gotcha. a spiritual spiritual oh, kind okay. of thing and he's just like out of it he's not worrying about anything and i think that's what you were like talking about right there like yeah following your passion getting in zone i think um 
I, I always try to tell everybody, I'm like, uh, if you can re if you can refocus your focus, mm-hmm. then you can escape a lot of the the negativity or the sound, the ne- the bad noise, the you know all that stuff. Yeah. A lot of times, and I think that yeah, that's like the most important thing for everybody to find is something that helps them escape like that. Mm-hmm. Some people think that that can only come with like a vacation, yeah. you know. And I think that's like an old way to to think about that. A lot of people mm-hmm. are investing a lot of money annually and i'm not that person uh they invest a lot of money annually into vacations mm-hmm. just trying to run away yeah and i've always been a firm believer to build your life to feel like you're in a vacation yeah and to save up and get little things that give you like little um moments that yeah. you know whether like for my dad i always was like you you, you know my parents would go to like hawaii mm-hmm. and that's awesome and whatever but i was always like well you're paying like five thousand dollars to go to hawaii imagine if you just bought like uh an old mustang and you could go on a drive every night yeah you know and i want my life to be like little mini um opportunities for many moments of vacation feeling whether that's like riding on a longboard or playing basketball with my friends or you know saving up What's up? Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, <laughs> Kylie's here saying we need to go on vacation, but... Um, you guys literally just went to Disney. I know. I don't <laughs> get any credit for that. And you know what? Disneyland is not a cheap trip. For Disney, real. Disneyland is like literally right off the bat. If, you, if you're a dad, first off, if you're a dad out there and you're taking your whole fucking family on respect. vacation to Disneyland, res- mad respect. Yeah. That shit is like Dude. $300 a ticket. For the adults, I don't even know what the kids are. They're, bro, but they're not cheap. They give you a what? fucking like. If you were to go like to a McDonald's out here, you get a number seven for fucking ten bucks. Yeah, but in Disneyland, it's like twenty dollars. Yeah, why the fuck? I so, mean, dude, I think it's I. I love Disneyland. I grew up going to Disneyland. Yeah. I'm a huge advocate for for taking a Disneyland trip with with your family and mm-hmm. whatever. Some of my most uh, fondest childhood memories are Is in it Disneyland. The one in Anaheim. California? Yeah, yeah, the one in California. Okay. Disney World's a whole other fucking beast. Yeah. You gotta, I don't know. That's that's a whole other thing. But um, And in my opinion, like, I've been to Disney World. I haven't been for a long time, but Disneyland's perfect. It's it's cute. Yeah. It's the right size for one day. And But, yeah, yeah you're a, you're a hardworking dad <laughs> if you're taking <laughs> a family of, like, three or four or five. Yeah. That's that's a lot of money, dude. Yeah. I don't know how they – I don't know. yeah. Hats off to those guys. Yeah, you're never. You're Hats not off going, to the dad, the Disney Dilfs. You're not going back into like another five fucking years. Or I was actually on the Dilfs Instagram, and I was. I they didn't know I was no holding way. my. They, I was holding my nephew. Walking <laughs> 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 with my nephew. <laughs> I was on the Dilfs of Disney. That's funny. Are you still on there? I don't know. I, I don't That'd even know if crazy. it's a thing anymore. But somebody had screenshot it and sent it to me, and I was like <laughs> walking with my nephew, and I was like 26. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny stuff. Dude, um, I'm so happy that we talked again yeah. and we we made it back in here. Yeah, dude, I like the little. Uh, honestly, like no hate on your old shop, but this one <laughs> <laughs> is a lot like cooler. And you yeah. you keep saying that you were a lot like more excited about this one than you were the first time for the other shop. I think I think it's uh I I mean it's different, right? Like this is a different it's a different thing, but yeah, I think like the first shop uh, had so much sentiment to me. You know that I, 
I let it be what it what it wanted to be and what it was originally, like just on its own, which mm-hmm. is a cute little quaint house. Yeah. But when we came in here, like there was no sentiment here, um, no no real bones of the structure that were worth like trying to preserve or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so w- we just attacked this with who who we are, and I think that. It's amazing how many people in Phoenix and just from yeah. all over, really, because a lot of people come here from the airport. How much they they just they just love they love it mm-hmm. like they love it for everything that it is and all of its weirdness and all of its randomness. But for some reason, like we really we really did it, um, and yeah. we really captured something in here that like a lot of people just they like it. I don't know. And this is just like shit that Kylie and I <laughs> have had for a long time. It's stuff that I've had since I was like. A little kid it's and it's just um literally it works yeah it, really and it works. just kind of blends all together like m- i call it mid-century modern eclectic mm-hmm. is like our style in here and i think that like pretty much sums it up for you know what we're going for but yeah it's it's a dive bar meets a coffee shop with the mid-century modern eclectic feel it's really cool that's what it is 15th Avenue Thomas. 15th Avenue Thomas. You can find Omar here after hours because he never comes during the day <laughs> to say hi. <laughs> On the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, how you were you were saying that it's like you had that sentiment to the yeah. other shop, and then you came to. That's like for me getting a new guitar. Like I have this one that I've yeah. so attached to, but then I get a new one. And I'm like, oh, this is so fucking cool. I know it's so it's so funny. Like when that happens, right? Like it's kind of for that would be like for me that'd be like. A uh, pair of shoes for basketball, mm-hmm. and I look at my old ones. I'm like, they're still. I could still wear those, but these like your ones. pinky toe sticking out the side. Yeah, and, and you like it's funny. Like when you're a guy, like it's shit like that. Like for you, yeah, your guitar. Then for like other guys and me, like get a new car and you see your old car sitting on the driveway <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, sorry. And you're like, feel like you need to apologize to <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> like, like your guitar sitting over your old guitar is like staring yeah. at you like. Like Bro, <laughs> I'm like that with my fucking <laughs> with my fucking jeans. The other day, I was walking. My mom was behind me, and she's like, "Omar, you literally have what? a hole on your ass." <laughs> that's that's how I got these. I was like, "Shit, they still got juice, mom. I can still wear." Oh man, but that's so funny how yeah. we like how we do, like I don't know. We worry Just how guys work about like the feelings of items sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, like, I remember when I traded in, like. um my one of my cars where i like sold it and i like felt like i needed to like get, like say goodbye to it one last drive <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember being like hey you've been good to me <laughs> i gave it like a little like kiss with my hand made sure they weren't looking yeah. i'm like and i think i i did tear up a little bit when i saw it leave i would yeah i mean i, I was like i mean because you're not saying goodbye to, like, an item, right? You're saying goodbye to, like, a chapter. That's right. I mean, that's probably what I'm going to be doing with this charger that keeps fucking yeah, passing it, out on me every now. Bro, and, like, at this point, you know, like... I got it. Anybody could say shit about your car at this point. I know I'm, I, I've am i been hard on you about the car. Yeah. But, I mean, if you really love it, you know, it doesn't fucking matter what anybody says. Like, if you want to preserve it, then that's I cool, really you yeah. know? And that's really cool. And, um... A lot of people will give you slack about it right now because it's a pretty layman car right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see them everywhere. But when you're seventy years old and you're driving that old right. Hemi, people are gonna love it. I know that's something. Like, how how long do I have to wait before it's considered a fucking vintage car? 
Yeah, I mean, a long it's time. An, it's an 06, so yeah. It's but even like right now, um, you know, I was born in 88. Uh, the cars that are getting really popular right now are the ones that like when I was like, like in 88, the 80s, like like the 80s sports cars right mm-hmm. now are like extremely popular, especially yeah. the late 80s ones. And right now, like, um, I don't know. Though, so what, what that's, so those are only like 30 years old. Yeah. So who knows? Your we'll car see. is almost like 10 years old, maybe yeah. 15 years old at this point. In so another 15 years, it might be a pretty solid. And Charger's got a good, like, well, it's history. a Hemi. Yeah. You know, there's always a nostalgia. Yeah, there's always a nostalgia with Hemi. And really, like, in the next 10 years, there's not, you're, you're going to see half the gas cars on the road. Yeah. It's going to be wild. That's Bro. why I'm holding on to my shit. One of the reasons why I'm so fucking, like, like damn. Like gas prices going up, and it's a V8. Like it burns so much fuel. I gotta be putting like twenty in every week. Oh yeah. So I'm like, God damn it. Well, you're working from home now. Yeah, working from home. That changes is, things. Yeah, it's a lot better, but. But it is expensive to have a V8, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I'm pulling my coffee cart. <laughs> oh yeah. With I'm over my here huge V8. I'm over here complaining. You're four like, by four. Bro. Yeah. Lifted truck, and it's. Expensive. It's it's expensive. And bro. you gotta go, and you gotta go far, like where. Yeah, like we're tomorrow morning go. we're driving to Mesa. We've got we've Crazy. driven to Mesa. We drove to we drove to Gilbert three times: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Back to back. Yeah, Monday, Crazy. Tuesday, Wednesday we drove to Gilbert. Today we drove to, and these are far places for you guys listening that aren't here. Um, they're like those are like well they're far for us. Yeah. In Phoenix, if it's longer than thirty minutes, it's, it's far. far. Yeah. Um, and those are like 35, 40 minute drives. Mm-hmm there and back yeah and yeah at this point gas is right i think it hit i think it hit six in la last week so i'm scared because that's too close you just keep working from home homie (laughs) do you zoom with your your friends on there or like your coworkers? people on there Mm -hmm. no it's funny that like we we chat on the group chat or whatever but like I don't know what anyone like is actually like in person. <laughs> so like I don't know what to expect like with their reactions or anything. But I mean they're all pretty chill. Are they saying um, anything about going back? Going back in, in person? No. Um if they do, I'm not gonna wait. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember telling my dad, like, if it's if it's from home, I'll do it. But like I I have no like desire desire to work in an office. I do not want to be in a cubicle. Like people tell you, it's like it's easy. Just work a nine to five for the rest of your life. You can make it. Yeah, like, I don't want that. Like no. I want to take the risk and actually. Please go don't for do that. It. I don't <laughs> want to do that. If you don't want to do it, like then my, don't do it. Like my dad's doing it. It's cool. Like he's good at it. He's but that's really like good his whole. It. That but that's like what he's always he's done. Always he doesn't done know that. any different. My dad has always done that. He's supported the family ever since he he started doing that. Yeah. And big ups to him. I I don't know how he does it, but he he pretty much takes care of all of us. Um, my mom is a teacher. She works right now. She's out of a job. It's summer, so my dad's putting it up yeah. with all the bills and everything. I'm helping him out, of course, um, just because I feel like I should. At this point, um, yeah, you, you need yeah. At least pay your own way, right? Like you know, and if you can, if you can throw some extra cash there, then that's yeah. tight. But you know, right. I mean, you should be buying a lot of your own food and yeah, and also paying s- for your own bills, right? Um, but yeah, like. I it's cool. This to is really extent. cool to have to have like this this sort of job. It's a cool backbone um, job, um, but I definitely want to take that risk and I want to go after my dreams. Attack them, um, dude! Definitely, just go ham, go ham at it, and but give it all you got. 
Captain. I'm waiting to get to that point where I can be like, okay, this is it. I'm going to go for it. That's but right now. The thing is, <sighs> right now, I don't bro. know how to go for it. Like, I don't know where Nobody to start. Nobody does. I don't, I don't even know what it is you're trying like, to do. What do, you, what do, you, but what do we'll, you know what it is? You know what? We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it. So next week? Next week. Because we should probably wrap this one up. Cool. Are we recording? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Cool. Yeah. Oh, man. My an stomach hour? dropped again right there. <laughs> we'll probably get, it's like an hour and two. We'll probably get yeah. around like 50 minutes. With some stuff. Hopefully, we get 50 minutes for you guys. Um, and we'll try to get another 50 minutes for you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. What's that? No, we're not talking about that Roll shit. what? No. Uh, we'll bring you guys in for guest speakers next week. Oh, uh, the girls want to talk about yeah their their own stuff, and I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, we can. We appreciate it. <laughs> we'll we love you guys. Out. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next. See you next. Next. Whenever. Next. Whenever. <laughs> next week. Later. Later.